Welcome to the latest episode of Mentors from Your Benchside. I'm Hannah Gamester, and today we're going to discuss how a jellyfish changed biology, the discovery and development of GFP. Fluorescent tags are widely used for microscopy and expression studies, but it wasn't so long ago that this everyday tool wasn't heard of. Today, we'll talk about how GFP came to be and what it means for you. Green fluorescent protein, or GFP, was first identified in the fluorescent jellyfish, Aquora victoria. Asamu Shiomura purified GFP and described the biophysics of how it fluoresces. A few years later, Martin Chelfie reported the expression of this protein in E. coli and C. elegans. Roger Chen was responsible for designing variants of the protein, single amino acid changes that yield cyan, blue, and fluorescent proteins, and the enhanced GFP that is commonly used today. Shiomura, Chalfi, and Chien were awarded the Nobel Prize for Chemistry in 2008 for their work in the discovery and development of this tool. What made GFP such a game changer is the fact that it's autocatalytic. This means it doesn't need any cofactors or enzyme processing to fluoresce. So it can be easily used in a wide variety of organisms. The major applications for GFP proteins are microscopy based since its primary value is as a visual marker for protein detection. We'll now discuss a few of the most popular ways to use GFP. The first way is to use GFP as a translational fusion. This is one of the most common uses as GFP as a fluorescent marker. And here, the GFP open reading frame is cloned downstream of your favorite open reading frame so that it's translated as one long protein, fusing your favorite protein to GFP. That way, wherever your protein is expressed, you will see green fluorescence. This can be used in still images and is striking in images of live cells, as you can track the location and movements of proteins. The second use of GFP we'll discuss is in transcriptional fusions. So here, GFP can also be used as a transcriptional fusion where the expression of a gene and GFP are driven off the same promoter, but with an intervening stop codon. In this case, cells expressing the first gene will fill with soluble GFP, resulting in easy detection of this particular cells expressing your protein. The third use of G GFP will covered today is in FRAP and FLIP. So FRAP stands for fluorescence recovery after photobleaching. And FLIP stands for fluorescence loss in photobleaching. These both rely on the fact that a single GFP molecule emits fluorescent light when it's excited, but it cannot do this indefinitely. Eventually, it either bleaches out or it stops emitting. So, 
To study the dynamics of a GFP-labeled protein, you can bleach a small area of a cell and determine how long it takes fluorescently labeled protein to leak back into the bleached area, in the case of FRAP, or how much fluorescence decreases overall in the rest of the cell as the bleached proteins diffuse, in the case of FLIP. The final use of GFP we'll discuss today is in a technique known as FRET. FRET stands for Fluorescence Resonance Energy Transfer and it's based on the different excitation and emission spectrum of the different variations on GFP. In this case, two proteins are labelled with two different fluorophores, which are carefully selected so that the emission spectrum of the first overlaps with the excitation spectrum of the second. The cells are then imaged using a laser that excites only the first fluorophore. So the second only lights up if the two proteins are in close enough proximity so that the first fluorophore effectively sets off the second. Check out the full article at Bite Size Bio and subscribe for more help and advice from mentors at your bench side. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.